Okay, Louise, let's do it. Okay. Hi, Tiffany. Guess what? I just heard Lady Gaga's dog walker just got shot and they stole her dogs. I heard, I read this too. I was like, see, do not have expensive dogs on leashes because they're going to get stolen. Well, yeah, that's a good reason, but I'm shocked. I mean, that's horrible. Like some guy walked out. Well, people are desperate and, right now. And shot her dog walker, and it's terrible. Two of her, of her French bulldogs. It's and she, she's ask, She's saying that like she's gonna give half a million dollars, like no questions asked, if they just return the dogs. Mm. And it's just so horrible that this is such a money business, and those poor dogs are out there. Well. It is horrible, but this is the point, you know, this is why it's not, this is not okay. They're expensive. Do you know how expensive these dogs are? Right now, people are desperate and things are bad. And this is not a safe time to be walking around with a, like, it's like a diamond ring on a stick. Yeah, I mean, these uh, COVID times have definitely created this new trend in crime where people are getting their dogs stolen. There was a big news thing here in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago. A woman was walking her French bulldog up in Russian Hill and some guy just comes out and beats the shit out of her and steals her dog and jumps in a car and runs away. And I don't think she's got she's seen that dog back yet. Mm-hmm. It's it hasn't horrible. been on the news. So it's a new thing. And I realized, you know, when you guys, when we hear this podcast, it's uh, far beyond Wednesday night on February 25 when this happens, Lady Gaga. But, you know, let's not pretend that we're not in real time here. Right. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I just read that too uh, today is like, wow, Lady Gaga of all people. I love Lady Gaga. So I really sad for her. She's a cool, cool person, you know, but, um, at the same time, I'm just, you know, this is the, this is the, there's gotta be more stories than just the one we heard about in San Francisco and Lady Gaga. So this is, this is going to be a trend and people need to be very careful out there. And I think, um, just yeah and what to think about is to do not buy dogs online because these dogs are going to be sold online Mm -hmm. and if you're buying dogs online you're contributing to this you know thing that's happening now that people are stealing dogs and selling them online exactly so where do you get your dog of course we're going to tell you go to a dog rescue yeah. Uh, but there are also many other ways Shelters. to get a dog besides getting them online. You know, if you're getting them online fast, there could be something really fishy yeah. with that. Yeah, very and fishy or in scammy. A sense, you, you know, you might think to yourself like, oh, but I'm rescuing this dog then from that fishy situation. But not really if you're, you know, it's it's not really how we solve this problem. No, absolutely. And did you hear another thing that's going on right now? Because dogs are in high demand because of COVID. There are also some... Um, hacks they're hack basically ha- pretending that they're one a real rescue like what could be the pretending you heard about that too yeah never pay I a dog up family front. dog rescue which is one of our you know yep. beloved sister rescues here in san francisco uh, they had uh, that happening to them someone was pretending to be family dog rescue and like hacked in and stole mm-hmm. their donations Money that was supposed to go to homeless oh, dogs. Oh, it's awful. I didn't know about the stealing of the donation part. Oh, that's... I didn't know about that. That's awful. I just heard that they yeah, were... Yeah, they stole the donation oh, money. fuck. People are... Man, you know, of all places to stake money, really, that is like the lowest of low. 
right? I know. Oh, wait, it's speaking like, of really, low, like, okay, yeah. speaking of low, since we're talking about news stories, have you heard about that, I guess it's called, what news, one, a, a news channel called Newsmax that was making fun of um, Joe Biden's dog because he's, you know, old and he's like walking really bad and they're like, look at that dog. He's like, they're making fun of his, how he walks and I'm like, that's a low blow. Cause he's like old and that is a low, blow. right? Low blow, man. Don't, don't ever go after dogs and rescue dogs and t- steal from don't. Yeah. Don't make fun of anyone being old and walking right? weirdly. It's, that's right. It's natural part of life. Right. That's not cool. That's right. Yeah, natural part of life. Yeah. Don't laugh at the president's dog. Damn. Anyway, with that, this, we're going off a topic, but I think we were all very passionate about a couple of these news stories that we have recently read. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch, we should take a breather uh, and settle down, but we get very passionate when we hear about this because it's, you know, it, it's the most horrible thing you can imagine as a dog parent that somebody, uh, you know, steals your dog or that you lose your dog. And it's just horrifying to even think about. You don't want to talk about it, but we are going to talk about this today. You want to listen to this because if that happens to you or a friend or a family member that they lose their dog or has their dog stolen, you're going to be thanking yourself that you listen into this because we are going to give you some advice on what to do when the nightmare comes true. Your dog is lost. What do you do? What steps to follow? Yeah, we know this from personal experience, unfortunately. And you know what? Everybody has had, a lot of people have had similar experiences or dogs jumping out of the door and you have to chase them down the street, you know? And so we we definitely have some tips, which has helped us. Let's just jump right into it. You're walking your dog and something happens and your dog is lost. Maybe your dog is off leash and he won't come back when you call him and he just is gone or there's something traumatic happening on your walking and you lose the control of the leash and he runs off scared. Uh, so you lost your dog. What do you do? And the first thing is before you lose your dog, I mean, we never want to lose your dog. Make sure your dog is microchipped. <laughs> that is so crucial because that is your all your information that lives inside your dog, it won't come off like a collar can. It won't come off like a harness can because they all those a dog a scared dog can squeeze out of them. So first and foremost, a microchip. And then if you are like you're saying, the dog just takes off. I mean, our first inclination is to run around and try and find them, right, Louise? I mean, we that's the first inclination, which is good. But what's the first step? Is first if you're of a community group. Next door has been incredible for finding dogs and connecting with your lost dog. So that is in a great place to immediately post is in next door and say, Hey, this dog is missing. Please keep a lookout. Cause so many people love dogs. There's a, it, it's magical what happens through that. Exactly. You'll be surprised about how a community can come together for you and help you in this mission. We've both have been, you know, in that situation and you find so much unexpected love and energy and time that people are willing to give. So it is actually something beautiful when you reach out to the community. So yes, next door is a great place for that. So there are also several apps for lost pets. Um, and I see here. Yeah, you know, I have them on my but- phone actually, hang on. What the, so, so, there's shadow. That one's really good. And then there's Paw Boost and Missing Pets. And there are a lot of those um, apps. 
Um, and the fact that there's so many of them, you know, it's like it makes it a little hard. But you want to get on all of them because it's just like posted and then you'll get notifications and you've done that work. So you just know that you got all your lights out there. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. Uh, the next thing is so to post flyers. You want to make flyers. And what does a good flyer look like? You know, a lot of people will take a picture that has a lot going on in the picture and it, the, the animal isn't really contrasted. You can't see them very clearly. Maybe they're lying down and the lighting isn't very good. So what is what do you need to think about when you choose a photo of your pet, well, of your lost pet? You know, it's interesting because we've had this experience recently and we got connected to one of a dog walker in San Francisco who heard about this, maybe I think knows you, Louise, and there's actually a woman. I wish I... Re- remembered her name but she does this for free but she helps you with the whole process this amazing woman and she tells you exactly what you need to do yeah Suzanne what was that Suzanne was it Suzanne okay we'll find out you know but she told us she because at first I made these really crappy flyers they were you know I had no idea I just immediately Mike I got to get the flyers out and they were pretty bad and then when I got connected to this woman she told me exactly what to do she had like a template and you definitely have to print in color and you also have to put it in a plastic sheet protector so what kind of picture should you choose for your dog so she definitely said one full body that shows the face and the full body and um, also to just not tell them not to chase the dog as well. That's some, a lot of times what people do is end up chasing the dog. It says just contact when you have a sighting, contact this number. That's it. Um, keep it very, very simple and basic. And uh, what was also really cool is to also get a network of people to help put up signs because it's a lot, the more signs, the better. So she told me to print out a hundred. So I had a hundred signs printed and then to reach out your community, like what you were saying earlier, Louise, that it really is a beautiful thing. When tragedy happens, community does come together. I mean, this is tragic in our minds, but there's so many tragedies. And when the world happens, there's bad things that happen. The community does come together and so this is where you can get the community to help you post signs up I had two people volunteer we did not know each other at all that volunteered to help post these signs for us it was really neat I was that is beautiful yeah I love that people reaching out Mm -hmm. I had not no never met these people in my entire life and so what I did was which another suggestion from this amazing woman is I gave them a bag of the the um flyers but then I also put water in there I put some snacks you know just to that's good yeah because yeah that's very Tiffany of you I like that <laughs> make sure they're hydrated when they're out there on their walk yes that's so yeah. much love in that little bag thank oh. you for that So what else? Oh, we have to tell them your story, your, 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 your stinky pants story. Oh, yeah, about Holly. Yes, we need to tell yeah. that story. So uh, many years back, I was uh, fostering uh, two lovely little Taiwanese uh, girls. They were sisters, and their names were Jingying and Holly. And um, we all just became very attached to each other. And uh, then Jingying got adopted, and it was very... Uh, traumatic for them to be separated and then Holly uh, finally also got adopted um, and I had a very hard time saying goodbye to her was you know one of those fosters where you're just like crying Mm -hmm. your heart out when they leave Uh, and 
but you know, I was so happy for her, of course. And but so she went into her new home, and the day after, she you know she ran away. She snuck out through the gate. You know, they were just like coming in and opened it, That's, and yep. apparently they just bolt. like kept it open for a few seconds. You know, and she just bolted yeah. out. But that is, but Louise, so she was lost in you know a new city and all by herself, oh. and I was just freaking out yeah because it was it was like a completely different city like she had no uh, it was like from she she was adopted from san francisco and went to sacramento right yeah so what we did me and this other lady from um, that dog rescue uh, we went out there put up flyers we we were looking for her all day we went to so many dog shelters in the area to see if like they had gotten her in there and we went through and looked at you know, I feel like hundreds of dogs, sad dogs in cages. And it was just such a horrible day. And by the end of the day, we still hadn't found her. And um, but then I had this idea of um, something I've read online about trying to retrieve lost dogs. And that is to, uh, you know, have a really dirty piece of clothing um, or, or something with your scent on that they're going to catch. And so I had my pants on that I have when I work with dogs. And, you know, they were they're pretty nasty. <laughs> they had, they smelled like and... Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, Louise smells beautiful and flowery, but just not during the day when she's walking Thank dogs. You. <laughs> exactly. I, and, and I smell awesome to dogs, of course. Of course. And, yeah, so it's a very, anyway, it's a very strong scent on my pants. And, you know, so I told the, the new um, adopted family of Holly, like, you know, this might sound a little crazy, but I'm going to take my pants off and hang them on your fence. Uh, and you know, maybe she will uh, smell them and come back. And they looked at me like, oh, okay, that's a little weird, yeah. you know. But I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I did that. And in the morning, I woke up from the phone ringing, and it's Holly's new adopted mother saying, you are not going to believe this, but Holly is sitting by the fence holding your pants oh. in her mouth. Oh, oh my God. It's such a beautiful story. I, you know, and that's what I love that story because I thought that was so cool. Like this, their sense of smell is so strong and they had that connection to you with that smell. And that's just so, so sweet. I love that story. So like if you have stinky yeah Yeah, don't clean your socks take your stinky socks off and hang them in a tree in front of your house (laughs) but i also have been in cases where it didn't work and you know that's it's very hard to to lose a dog this way and uh, we meet a lot of people in the dog rescue business uh, you know naturally everyone has their own story of that Mm -hmm. happening yeah i mean another thing is you know when you first get a dog whether it be a foster or you just adopted the dog they're they're considered a flight risk so you have to definitely be careful when you open your car doors or your front door of the house because they'll bolt out and it's like they're gone you're like ah running down the street chasing after them because i've done that i'm like ah chasing them like oh my god That goes so fast. So they you, do. You, know, you have to have them secure to the car, have them on the leash, like tied to something in the car so they yeah. can't bolt or, you know, really secure the area. And um, um, I've had uh, a dog um, that got lost that way. He was adopted out and uh, he was in the car and they went grocery shopping. She opened the back door to carry in the groceries and then she was going to get him. But of course, he jumped right out of the car and ran out 
And he was missing for like over a week. Oh, wow. Until he finally showed up in somebody's backyard and, you know, they, they managed to get him. But yeah, we had people out looking for so many days mm. and yeah, it was... It was such a joy when we finally found him. Yeah. But yeah, that happened so easily Easy. that they just bolt out like that. And through the front door, you know, you open your door casually to the home and you just stand there and say hi to someone or drop your bag before right. you close the door. You know, like, and in that second, dogs bolt out. Yep, I've uh, had that happen. And I've had that happen recently. So, you know, this is, is something that... I, I, I keep having to learn because I had this dog it was a foster and he did not jump out the door. So, you know, I'm, I was at the, at, the, at the apartment, not at the house and he did not jump out the door at the apartment. So then when I went to the house, I, I just, that radar wasn't on to keep it in. I opened the door and then, and I was like running in the street to the cars traffic. And I'm like, shit. And finally he stopped and he's like, why am I running? Cause we, you know, he loved me and he finally stopped and I picked him up and he had, he had a harness on him, which is another thing is to always keep a harness. Cause it's easier to grab a dog sometimes with a harness. Right. Yeah, that's right. And regarding new dogs being a flight risk, we always want our dogs to wear both harness and a martingale collar. Some people also call it training collar. And you want to clip the harness and the collar together because a scared dog can very easily, despite you think it's on tight, they can very easily jump backwards and get out of the collar and the harness if they're really scared. But if you clip the harness and the collar together, then it's very much more impossible for them to wiggle out of that. So keep them safe that way until you know the dog and you have a you know good relationship and you can trust that your dog is not going to run away from you if it's scared, but that you are that safe point for the dog. Yeah, you taught me that. And, and so when I drop a foster dog at a foster home, I, I, I show that to them because it's amazing what a, what a scared dog can get out of. I mean, you think that they can't get out of that collar or that harness and suddenly you're like, they're like, it's like magic. They're off. They're scared. And that whole thing's off and they're bolting down the street and you're like, Oh my God. So you're, that is important to, to attach what you said, attach the harness and the collar together. That's been, gives me a lot more, uh, uh, peace of mind. And also don't forget, people forget to check the shelters online. Exactly. That is such an obvious place to look for your dog because if somebody finds your dog, they're most likely going to call ACC and they're going to come and get the dog. Uh, and uh, you, I wonder sometimes if people don't understand that you're supposed to look at the shelter because I feel like the majority of the shelter dogs are lost dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not dumped dogs. They're lost dogs. And so why aren't people looking for them? Right. I mean, that's a, that's exactly because there's, you know, we've picked up a lot of those, all of our dogs is coming from those places. And, you know, m- most of them, the majority of them have felt like they've lived in a home before. You know, we've had a couple feral dogs that feels like they've lived in a garage or a yard their whole life. But most of them, you know, you're like, okay, this one's definitely been in a home, lived in a home, someone lost him, you know, but they weren't microchipped. Yeah, look at all the dog rescues in in your area. I mean, don't be too local. Like, you know, look around yeah. for sure. I mean, if we lose a dog in San Francisco, I'm, I'm checking the Oakland shelters too. That's right, because you never know, you know. And uh, But I think people don't realize that because I'm always surprised um, when I hear these stories of people um, not – 
finding their dog and someone else found them at the shelter for them and you're like well why didn't that would be the first thing you'd look but they don't know you know that's why we need to talk about it today and remember these things when this happens to you or somebody you care about you want to be able to help them get their dog back so to sum it up the things are Number one, get microchipped, of course. And you know what else? It's not that expensive. So maybe people think, oh, that sounds expensive, microchip, but it's actually not. You go to the best price that I know of is um, VI Pet in Pet Food Express. And I think they only charge for microchip. It's either $40 or $25. Yeah. Super and cheap. And that is so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So microchip your dog and... You know, obviously, look for your dog, post your dog on Nextdoor, on all the lost dog apps, uh, on Craigslist or any other community website you can think of, and print the posters, have it very minimal uh, information and big full body picture of your dog. Also, one tip we forgot to mention that it's kind of like goes along with a sense of smell is if your your dog um, is hiding and scared, you could pour <laughs> drops of uh, chicken stock and to sort of like make a trail to your house um, especially if the dog is hasn't for example we had a foster that was not in our in our care for very long so it's not as familiar with the smell or the location but if they're in the area they would follow that scent that's a very good advice so that and ha hang your pants or your socks or something really stinky outside your home and also work with your network, you know, get out into that social network and, you know, have people help you and ask for volunteers to help put up more signs. The more the merrier because there's, a, well, you know, especially depending on where you live, um, lot, the more signs you have, the better chances. Now, you know, the, um, most, most dogs can get found. You know, we got lucky because we had a dog that was found um, really quickly because of that network. And uh, someone posted the picture, I found this dog. And then someone else said, oh, I saw a post for somebody who said they lost that dog. And then it said, it's at the ACC. And then I got a call because it was microchipped. They said, we have your dog. So it was just like all those that things. That is perfect. <laughs> Yay. I was so happy. I was, that <laughs> is an awesome success story. Made my just day. Way to go next door and microchip. Right? Tiffany, can we talk about this? Yes. Can we talk about what is going on right now? What is happening on March 1st? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no. Should I know? Oh, shit, Tiffany. Come on. It the new law goes into effect where um, you are not, no longer allowed to fly with an emotional... Oh, shit. I, you're right. <clears throat> with an emotional assistance animal. Right. Yeah, and so this means that a lot of people won't be able to fly with their dogs anymore. I think they're only doing this because they want to make money and they want you to pay for putting your dog in cargo, which is horrible. Yeah, it's just, you know, not the solution to the problem. It's, you know, that they're just saying, oh, no more and just like stopping, sh shutting it down. I mean, the reason I hear is, you know, people have been abusing the system. Right. They're bringing uh, peacocks. For once, you know, people are like trying to bring, yeah, peacocks <laughs> and squirrels and all kinds of animals onto the plane saying they need them for their emotional right. support. 
And uh, I'm guessing maybe there's been some dogs that didn't have the temperament to go right, on a flight right. uh, or so. But that's not you know, fair maybe for... something happened. That's Somebody not fair. Got bit. I don't know. Yeah. It, no, but that's the it's, case. It, yeah. You know, so... Uh, so, but but the solution is not yeah. to say no more right. and just forbid it, you know, because that's saying to the um, animal community, our furry family, uh, that our love and our relationships and values doesn't matter, uh, you know, that they, they don't care about them. So what you should do instead is to just look at the situation and assess some rules so to make it more safer. Let's say no peacocks allowed, only dogs. <laughs> And if you worry about safety, let's say, do what they do in Spain, for example, where all dogs on all public transportation have to wear a muscle. So you right. don't have to worry about a bike. Right. There that's you an go. easy solution. That's a great solution. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a no-brainer. And how about, you know, then you wonder, you know, you say people are going to bring their dogs on, on flights, the dogs that aren't comfortable with it, and it's animal abuse. Well, okay. Let's put in some kind of social temperament test yeah. that they have to go through in order to receive a passport or so, you know. So we make sure that these dogs are vetted, that they're socialized with both people and other dogs and uh, stressful situations. If they can pass a test, then they can go on the flight. You, you know, we have to work with this community because... People has, who have dogs, so many of them think of them as their children or they want to be able to just bring them as life partners on their uh, work trips or, you yeah. know, whatever reason they have to fly. They want to go home and see their family for Christmas. They want to bring their dog instead of leaving it's them the in a kennel. They're, ch they're children. They're, they're, ch they're just like children to m every most people. So you have to think of it that way. And I think you bring a big point is it's unfair for a few bad apples to for all of us to have to not even say bad apples that's a, that's not really a fair term but a few cases where the rest of us have to suffer and it's always just a few it's majority of the times it's all been very good no issues i've never been on a flight where a dog had a, and i've seen been on flights with lots of dogs never had a problem in my experience so it's always Same just those here. few stories yeah no i think it's really yeah, I hope that this is not the end of this development. It can't be because the animal pet community is coming on stronger and stronger mm, yeah. in the American society. You know, it's taking a big role. I feel like this can't yeah. just stop here. People are going to okay. want to travel with their dogs. I have an dogs, idea. So we I have, have an idea. Work oh, my them. God. For what? any... Okay, we need a pet-friendly airline. Okay, billionaires out there, you will make so much money... <laughs> You will make so much money if you have a pet-friendly airline. Virgin Airlines, I know that you sold, but you need to come up with this idea and make it happen. You're, I mean, like, let's do this. Oh, my God, that'd be so awesome. There you go. I would love to be on an airplane with a bunch of animals. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking there's going to be more because dog people, they're so passionate and they get active and they, you know, really work for their rights. Take any park here in San Francisco, for example, that is threatened to lose its off-leash privileges or something. The community gets oh, together. Right. They march down <laughs> to, you know, They're like, City oh, Hall, hell no. <laughs> everybody is letting them know that Buster is going to go off-leash in this That's park. That's right. And that, and guess who won? Because, yeah, because, you know, this city, people love their dogs. And, you know, there is more dogs here than children in in 
it's that's how big of a dog city it is. So yeah, don't mess with the dog owners. Let's go over our dogs. Uh, let's check in. So Happy is getting an insanely amount of applications. Uh, he is this little white uh, poodle terrier dog. Kind of looks like a Bichon Frise too. He's, he's super cute, uh, of course. He, and he's white. And and these dogs are so popular. Whenever so- we get a little white dog, it's like our inbox is just like. I know. What is with it with the white, fluffy, scruffy dogs? I know. It's like, oh, God, here we go. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to turn it to pending adoption pending because I'm overwhelmed. But then we have this adorable dog. Her name's Iridessa. She is after my heart because she looks like she's a female version of Benny and she's just this little tan terrier border terrier is so sweet and honestly like she's the best dog and she has had no application so far like what the hell we also have uh princess oh, princess tell us about princess because you met princess I have not she is such a lovely lady she is a senior husky and she just has this perfect temperament she's Super sweet, loving, mellow, and she just has this beautiful presence about her. Mm. You know, she connects with you easily, and she's just unbelievably loving and amazing. Mm. It's I'm so jealous. <laughs> I can see in your face. Her. You're like, I love this dog. Oh. I wish I could add this dog to my my journey pack. Yeah. So you know, and what you do if you're interested in any of our dogs, check out fairytalesdogrescue.com. And okay, goodbye to all our listeners around the world. Uh, keep your dogs safe. Peace out. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Well, the party was nice. The he was pumping And everybody having a ball Until the fellas started him calling And the girls respond to the call I have a poor one shout out Who 